Hello, my name is Dr. Paul Wheatley-Price, a medical oncologist and president of Lung Cancer Canada. Welcome to our podcast series called Lung Cancer Voices. In this series of podcasts, I'm interviewing patients, caregivers, healthcare professionals, some of the leading lung cancer researchers in the country, indeed in the world, to highlight important and relevant issues facing those affected by lung cancer. Welcome to this special edition of Lung Cancer Voices, where I'm going to be interviewing Dr. Anne Gonzalez, who's an associate professor at McGill University in Montreal, where she works as an interventional respirologist, focusing on lung cancer diagnosis and staging. And the reason that I'm interviewing Dr. Gonzalez on this podcast is uh, she and her research team are the recipients of the second annual Jeffrey Ogram Memorial Research Award, which is Lung Cancer Canada's biggest research award that we give. And Dr. Gonzalez has won that this year for the research uh, project that she and her team are working on um, around uh, lung cancer screening and optimizing the best, I guess, well, we'll hear about it, but the best patients maybe to be, uh, that would be eligible for lung cancer screening. So, Dr. Gonzalez, congratulations and welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Thank you for the invitation. And, and uh, I'm very grateful for this uh, Lung Cancer Canada grant. Thank you. Uh, well, it is, it's, uh, it really is our pleasure to, and it's really uh, timely uh, because lung cancer screening is starting to now get a foothold in Canada. British Columbia just about four or five months ago announced the first program which will start in 2022. And in April this year, Ontario have moved their pilot program to being a full lung cancer screening program where they'll be opening new sites. And we see other provinces doing things as well. So this is, this is very timely. But I haven't invited you on the podcast for me to do all the talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> could you, uh, what's, the, what's, the, what's the title of, of your research? So the, the title of the uh, pro project is to, as opt, it's a long title, but essentially optimizing the selection of patients with COPD for lung cancer screening. And, and uh, the project will be done using the um, health administrative databases from uh, the Quebec Provincial Health Insurance Program. And in fact, you mentioned BC um, and Ontario, but lung cancer screening is also getting organized and, and rolling on in Quebec, which is really right. exciting. That's great. And, and just yeah. for clarification, COPD, what, what does that stand for? So COPD stands for chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. So it, it uh, refers to uh, um, a smoking related lung disease. The spectrum goes from more chronic bronchitis to emphysema, often an overlap of the two. Okay. Yeah. So, so we know patients with COPD uh, are, are at high risk of lung cancer. Um, and so as, as lung cancer screening rolls out, the goal is to really screen patients who are at high risk of lung cancer, including those with COPD. But the idea of this project is really to look at factors that could help us improve on the selection process of who should have lung cancer screening. Because while lung cancer screening with a scan is, is a fairly simple process, lung cancer screening is also associated with some potential harms when patients are found to have spots that can cause concern that may require biopsy or sometimes um, a, an intervention, a surgical treatment potentially. So 
So there's a balance of, of risks and harms with lung cancer screening that needs to be taken into consideration. And it's really that, that balance that's the basis for, for doing this project of trying to make sure we, we improve on, on selecting our patients who have this underlying lung disease for lung cancer screening. And I guess just on, on that then, when you, when you say that, uh, well, let's just unpack a few things there. So <laughs> lung cancer screening itself is a, a low dose CT scan, low radiation exposure, and that doesn't diagnose lung cancer, does it? It just, it might find an abnormality on the scan, which would then need more testing, which is what- Exactly. Uh, and, and in fact, we know that depending on the cutoffs that are used to define what's an abnormality, but a large proportion of patients who go for a scan are found to have some spots, some small nodules. And in fact, the small ones, the large proportion turn out not to be lung cancer, but once we have these findings, then either we need to follow them cl more closely or do further tests, or sometimes then the ball gets rolling and, and something a little more invasive like a biopsy is required. And when, when biopsies happen then for lung cancer, what kind of methods are used to do the biopsy? I guess that's my first question. And then the follow-up, just so you can be thinking about it, is for your project then, are COPD patients at high risk of problems from those types of biopsies? So firstly, right. what kind of biopsies? Yes, yeah, so, so typically when we uh, <clears throat> see a patient in the clinic with a, a nodule or a spot, and, and again, most often right now, these, these spots will be found on a CT chest, whether it was done as part of lung cancer screening, which is starting, or a scan done for another reason, which happens a lot, and then we find a spot. So if we have this nodule, typically the two ways to biopsy will be either by bronchoscopy, which means putting a, a small camera in the airway, and then um, interventional respirologists now have all kinds of advanced tools to try to reach those, those small nodules and try to take more precise biopsies than more conventional bronchoscopy, or asking our colleagues in interventional radiology to do a needle biopsy through the chest wall under CT guidance. So those are typically the two options when we need a biopsy to try to establish a diagnosis for one of these suspicious uh, lung spots or nodules. And in patients with COPD, we know that the risk associated with these biopsies is a little higher, particularly in patients who have emphysema. In fact, in some patients, a, a biopsy can, cannot be uh, done safely. Um, but we know the risk of some of the complications like a, a pneumothorax, a, a collapsed lung with a biopsy, uh, those risks are, are a little higher in, in patients with uh, COPD. And in some patients, a lot higher. That's that's really a case by case uh, judgment. <laughs> and and so, it, if I can understand the the research question correctly, then you, you, we're talking about this balance of uh, on the one side, you said that um, COPD is generally associated with cigarette smoking or tobacco exposure, which is of course the risk factor for lung cancer often. So COPD patients should be screened on one side. And then on the other side, you're saying, but the very nature of doing biopsies in COPD patients is more hazardous. Uh, and therefore you're looking to develop from Quebec databases, kind of where the tipping point is. 
Is that to help clinicians? Is that right? So, so the idea of lung cancer screening, of course, is to reduce mortality due to lung cancer, right? To reduce lung cancer deaths. That that's the ultimate goal. Um, and to 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 diagnose the disease early and intervene at an early stage where the lung cancer can be cured. And and yes, patients with COPD are at at, at higher risk of lung cancer compared to patients without COPD, partly because of their smoking history, but the COPD in and of itself also seems to be a risk factor. So as you said, on the, on the pro side, you would say, well, they should all be screened. But COPD, like, like a lot of diseases, has a, a spectrum. And there's definitely patients with, with COPD who perhaps are in earlier stages of their disease or have milder disease that absolutely should be screened. But other patients who either maybe have COPD that is more severe or have COPD in addition to other diseases, they may be at a, a different part in their clinical course where at that point offering lung cancer screening, there may not be a benefit in terms of reducing mortality due to lung cancer. You may expose them to the risks of the biopsies or interventions we were talking about without a real benefit because they're already sicker and, and at, at higher risk of dying from really other causes rather than lung cancer. And so, so this is where we wanna to try to find, find the factors that help us identify which patients with COPD are most likely to benefit from having lung cancer screening so that, that we, we optimize that selection of patients. And lung cancer screening, one of the, 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 the important thing, I mean, it should be the case for most interventions in medicine, but um, this, this idea of, shared decision-making um, has become really integral to lung cancer screening. Uh, the idea being that physicians and patients, and I say physicians, but it's, it's, there's, there's nurses or lung cancer screening program navigators who, who will also support these important discussions. The patients before they embark on having a pretty simple and low-risk, low-dose CT have to understand that it, there's more to screening than a simple low-dose CT that if we find a spot, you might need other tests, you might need a biopsy. And so that, that's part of that shared decision-making discussion. So what I'm hoping to do is provide information that can help that shared decision-making specifically in those patients with COPD. Actually, on a personal note, a family member of mine a few years ago passed away from COPD uh, and she was really quite disabled by her emphysema in the last couple of years of her life and had been in and out of hospital with, with flare-ups. And, and, I, and um, I can imagine that putting her through additional scans and potentially tests would, um, well, I, I can't put words in her mouth because she's not here, but uh, I don't, from knowing her, I'm not sure she would have wanted to do that. But um, right. um, so um, the Jeff Ogram Memorial Research Award. So Jeff Ogram was um, a dearly loved member of the Lung Cancer Canada community, long-term supporter and board member. And he passed away a few years ago now. And his, uh, his wife, Dawn, has been amazing in building uh, the funds for us to be able to provide this award. What does receiving this award mean to you and your team in, in allowing you to now implement this project? Yeah, I think getting the award is, is really helpful in terms of just getting the project off the ground. Of course, winning an award is also a nice validation or encouragement that, oh, 
I thought this was a good idea, but, but someone else thinks so too. And so we're going to move forward and now we have the funds to move forward. And, and so, so, so that's, of course, that's a, a big positive. And I'm extremely grateful really for, for, for the support for, for that encouragement and, and to the Ogram family for, for setting up this fund. And that kind of funding is really, I feel like this is the first step. Uh, ultimately, as we work in the Quebec databases, and I'm working in the Quebec databases, these are the databases that, that I, I've worked in before and that I have access to, but ultimately as we, we identify these risk factors and try to develop a score that helps us identify patients with COPD to improve their selection for lung cancer screening, my goal will be go and try to look at these same factors in, in a different uh, database. So seek additional funding to, to, to go sort of you know, hopefully confirm um, these results and, and, uh, or, or expand on this work. So, so it's a really great way to get things off the ground. I, I think in Canada, we are blessed really with, in the world of lung cancer screening and early detection, we have uh, amazing leaders and researchers across the country. And, and I, I think of Dr. Stephen Lamb, who, who ran the Pan-Canadian Lung Cancer Screening Study, or Dr. Alain Tremblay in Calgary, or Dr. Martin Tamamagi in Ontario, who developed some of these models. Our first winner of this award was Dr. Ronell Myers in, um, in Vancouver, and people can go back and listen to the, the interview with her. And, and she was doing a neat project with breathomics, trying to yes. get um, content of someone's exhaled breath to see if that would um, help guide someone towards a lung cancer diagnosis or reassure them. And now, Dr. Gonzalez, your work, your work in with your team in, in McGill, um, looking at a different spectrum, a different, a different part of uh, the uh, the population who would be eligible mm -hmm. for lung cancer screening. I think it's uh, it's really terrific. Any words of encouragement you would give to other researchers out there who are interested in early detection um, type? type research? Well, I think either early detection or any research, of course, uh, but to, uh, to, to not give up, <laughs> to, to reapply, because um, uh, I was lucky to be encouraged to apply again for this award, and, uh, and, and then to seek feedback both locally from colleagues, but also really this is a, this is a team effort. I, I worked with uh, amazing people uh, previously when I, I did my Master's of Epi and Biostatistics um, uh, at McGill, working in these um, health administrative databases a few years back, and, and so I'm very happy that I really uh, I have a, a great team uh, working on this project and, and that's really helpful yeah well congratulations again uh, Dr. Gonzalez on receiving the um, Jeffrey Ogram Memorial Research Award for 2020 a bit deferred now into 2021 because the pandemic but many congratulations mm -hmm. and um, at Lung Cancer Canada we are increasingly able to support lung cancer research uh, in addition to the other goals of the organization of providing support and awareness and educational materials and advocacy, we're now doing more in the research world as well. Um, and we will really, I'm sure all of us listening will look forward uh, to the results of your research. So thank you very much. Thank you so much. I look forward to coming back to talk to you with results. Great. If you're interested in applying for research awards, please check out the lungcancercanada.ca website. Even though the 2020 award for the Jeff Ogram Memorial Research uh, Grant was uh, delayed a little bit because of the pandemic, there will be 
another award being um, being given out this year in 2021. Thanks to our producer, Ryan Mullen. Please send us your feedback, like and follow us on Facebook at LungCan, on Twitter at LungCancer underscore can, and on Instagram at LungCancerCanada. For more information about lung cancer or to donate, volunteer or share your story, visit our webpage at lungcancercanada.ca.